Ladies and gentlemen, I am with an incredible guest on the podcast this week. All right, the very funny cross blocker. All right, man, this was an amazing inside the mind episode of two young students in the stand up comedy craft. I'm telling you, man, uh, me and cross met in 2021 doing like open mics in Jacksonville, pitching each other some joke punch ups. Uh, he had a really funny joke uh, when I first saw him about. Uh, the word Joe Rogan got in trouble for saying over and over again on his podcast. Uh, uh, Cross's joke was pretty funny. He didn't say the word, obviously, but, uh, you know, we get into the bit in this episode. So um, this is a very comedy-heavy episode, which made me very happy, man. It's not very often I get to sit down with someone who understands the true grind of comedy and stand-up craft, and we both have a strong appreciation for the craft. So um, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, I also recap um, the Carlos Mencia show at the Comedy Zone. Shout-out to my partners over there um so if you know anything about comedy you know carlos mencia uh the whole drama with him and joe rogan from like 20 years ago and all this shit that nobody really cares about anymore but you know the name comes up and and the and the stuff comes up when you see him doing a show in town but it was a great show man he was he put on a very funny show the crowd had a great time everyone was laughing he he knows his audience very well i'll say that he worked his show very well uh, they they cheered as hell when he was getting out of there. So um, me and Cross got to talk about that. Cross talked about uh, performing at the Laugh Factory as well in Chicago. So that was pretty dope, man. Just, you know, getting those opportunities to be on pro stages. So can I borrow you for five minutes? It's Cross's podcast. You guys go check that out. Uh, and without further ado, the episode with Cross Blocker, the crossover Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. It's your boy, Bobby Brown Jr., a.k.a. Potty Brown. You already know who it is. I got my guy, Mikey, on the right of me. How we doing? I was going to hit the drop a little early, but I should have waited a little bit. I'm very excited, guys. Today, uh, if you're looking at us on the YouTube channel, you see it's not we, Mikey, we came up from the lawn chair. We came up from the computer chair, the, the, the chair I was playing video games in, you know. Uh, let me move these waters. Dollar General doesn't pay me. <laughs> okay. Not yet. <laughs> but um, listen, man, I'm excited to be here. Finally got big ass couch in here. Nice studio set up. We're working on things. And my first guest in this new space. I'm very excited. All right. This is a gentleman who I've been doing some open mics around town with. Uh, I think we met maybe like November of last year. Uh, the first time we met. I don't know what possessed this man to wear a dashiki, uh, but you know, we it, 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 he was doing comedy at a dashiki, and I like it was funny. The jokes were funny, so anyway, I let it roll. You know what I mean, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's the host of his own podcast. Can I borrow you for five minutes? We got the hilarious cross blocker in the building. Let me give you a round of applause, man. So excited. How you doing, brother? Thank you for coming to the show. You all right? You good? Dude, I'm loving life right now, man. Everything's working out. I like it. I uh, just got done trying to book some shows for the month of March. I feel like I've been way out of the loop for no reason. Wait, what do you mean out of the loop? I just haven't felt funny. I have not been feeling funny for like for a little bit. Let me turn your mic up <laughs> so I can hear you, man. Dude, is that my all fault? Right. No, that's all me. I had you oh, all low dude. and shit. This is a good conversation. You this son is of great. A bitch. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, another comedian on the grind, man. I'm talking someone who I literally go to war with at these shows when there's no fucking people there, and it's, we're, we're we're there waiting on people to show up. Everyone's bombing. The crowd's not like giving no energy. Like this is my guy Cross. So I'm excited. I gotta have you being able to be heard, bro. Where'd you get the idea? I bomb. Um, uh, from watching you. <laughs> 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 uh, oh yeah, dude. This 
bitch. My bad. I just had to play my drops. No, so no, no. Get there are, the way some, the there are the some. There are some shows where I will have, uh, like, say, if I go to Orlando, mm -hmm. and sometimes people will just be like, "Man, we had a bad, bad set." Then we all just be like, "I had a pretty good one." Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, like, yeah. So I'm a crowd reader. I I will. Uh, I, I've learned to adjust my rate. I used to be very, very critical of myself, you know, to even where if I get laughs, immediately when I get off stage, I'm like, oh, dude, that sucked. Like, you know, All whatever. I, but, I, I'm worried about if it's going to suck going up on stage. Dude, my biggest fear is just someone hearing my jokes already. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, like my biggest thing is just that I know people are coming out to like just be at the bar when they're like at these shows yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But and the then ones, the comedy just comes in like yeah, a train. Yeah. <laughs> Open mic comedy just exactly, ruins their night. Dude. Yeah, dude. But like, say like some of the folks are like, you know, they're 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 uh, you know repeats that keep coming around whenever there is comedy night and they see regulars. Me again. Yeah, regulars. repeats. I don't make want, them sound like a like like you're just hooking up with someone again. Some of them are repeats, bro. Some of them are repeats, but they, I mean, you know, Space. I just I, I'm worried that they're not gonna want to come again because. I'm saying the same set that I had last time. You know what I've learned about those people, man? Like the people who are regulars who come out to these shows and shout out to y'all. Eventually, they start to get it. Obviously, yeah. yeah, like that puts a whole different challenge on us as comedians. Like we're supposed to, like you know, make new shit, make better shit. Like like I was doing the same jokes, but like uh, then you know I started seeing the regulars at CBD Cafe, which is the mic on Thursday nights here uh, at Mandarin. Um, shout and, out to you and Siana. Yeah, shout out Siana uh, and Kiana. She's nice. She's nice. She's bad. But uh, anyway, um, that was like I was her. saying, like I was saying, uh, like it's just it's it. Those people start to understand what we're doing and that we're building it together. Yeah, they still want to hear the new jokes. But, you know, like when they're coming back every single week, you know, they're coming there to see comedy and they get to also be in it with us. You know, like they they get to see us build a joke from where, yeah, we might do it the same for two weeks. And then the third week you add one more line or one more sentence that might make it better or worse. You know, but right. but literally like those people at CBD, like like who they'll literally text me after the show like, oh, man, I like that new shit that you did today, man. Like I, I see you added this and changed that or you rearranged that sentence. And then those people almost start to like help you build your act. Oh, you know, really have you had nice. that experience yet? <laughs> no, I was saying that's really nice. I remember the first time someone uh, came up to me and said like tried uh, saying like oh there's something there to like one of my jokes mm -hmm. I got scared I didn't know why the fuck they were trying to like there's talk to me there's something there like, what do you mean like, like no, I, I was telling a joke about you know, I, I, I've dropped this joke since because I realized it's better as a sketch than it is a joke Yeah, and I wanted to call it The Minder and it was going to be like a superhero movie I feel like I had to address the fact that I just moved the pillow that was dividing us so that's why I did that yeah dude I'm glad we fist bumped <laughs> nice. it was like the scene in The Predator <laughs> <laughs> All right, your sketch. Your <laughs> yeah, sketch. No. no, so I had this uh, this this idea where I wanted to call it the Minder, where it was the superhero that you know minds his own damn business, and so <laughs> I set this whole scene, dude, dude. That's fucking hilarious. I set this whole scene about like you know like a girl being attacked by a dude, and then like you know the guy hears it because he's up in his apartment watching TV, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and so like just like the thing was every time there was a scream, it would be like he would do something like turn up the volume on the TV or like shut the window. <laughs> that was his superpower. Yeah, but and then the like I had. Crime. Yeah, and then I had Dean Nimick uh, come up to me and tell me like how I should tell a joke, and I remember he came up to me and he was just like, "Hey, I think I was like, the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so all right. Well, now that we're here, um, do do you feel like like is it weird sometimes? I know I gave you the first like one of the first times Dude, we I took met. That I advice. gave you. I, took that I gave advice. you a punch up. I gave you a joke. I'm not gonna lie. I, I took that. Okay, so so was that like were you scared like because you didn't know me like that when I said it? I feel like I don't. I felt like I was like, oh, I literally was thinking this guy has no idea who I am, and he's. I've only been doing comedy here two times. Who am I to give this guy advice? But no, 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 that is a joke that I can't do. 
And, you know, if I said that, it wouldn't be funny. Right. You know? So when you did it and in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, dude, that's a good bit. Like I, that would this would yeah. add to that. Yeah. No, no. Here's the thing. I don't feel bad for like, you know, taking ideas and punch ups and stuff like that. Like, I know that was just a funny story. I told. But the thing is, I get uh, I don't get scared when new people tell me how to like uh, not tell me how to. But like or when new people like give me ideas or like, you know, their ideas about how to do things. Because like, you know, everyone's a creator. I appreciate all that stuff. I get like at first when I didn't realize like you know there's really no hierarchy like they make it out to be on these podcasts and shit that yeah. i used to listen what do you to. mean what do you mean hierarchy oh it? dude i feel like every time i'm always like on youtube or like watching some or uh, even if i'm on reddit dude like reddit podcasts like there's always like someone like speculating outside that like you know these all clicky and shit like that mm-hmm. and so i always just had like this false idea that like you know people are like you know there's levels to getting better like there's the open okay. micer and then the guy who keeps getting booked blah, so blah, blah. uh let's and and I get what you're. I I, I agree with I that. There is there like is. That. I, there's that. definitely yeah. levels to comedy. <laughs> Are you saying there's yeah. no levels to comedy? Oh, dude, one hundred percent. There's levels of comedy. I'm just oh. saying, like, I had this unrealistic uh, expectation of how it went because oh, you thought I was, it was yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's how I thought it was. Mm. I don't think like that way anymore. You thought like, it was more gatekeepy. hundred percent, dude. Uh, like, okay, I'm with you now. Well, I dude, really, really, really thought so. There's no barrier of entry to com- Mikey. Can I get a close up? <laughs> literally, there's no barrier of entry to comedy you could literally do it anyone people come literally anyone comes out to shows and signs up yeah don't listen to people who have like, been in the same area for five years and have not gone anywhere outside the city don't do that <laughs> <laughs> that's what i did that's what i did don't do that listen but like at the same time uh i will say like like that bringing it bringing it back to the conversation early about like having like with regulars and stuff like that like you know, we should take like I feel like I'm when you grow as a comedian, you learn to take that as a challenge to oh shit, okay, well we're only doing like five minutes, seven minute sets. Why the fuck can I do a new five minutes for this person who's been coming here over and over again? Like in the grand scheme of things, we want to do an hour, we want to get our specials, we want to get our opportunities. Yeah, that's, that's how I attack things. Stuff, every you know? t- every week, I try to make like at least like I try to gather around five premises or like five minutes worth of premises, mm-hmm. so that way I can work them out into jokes, and then I'll use it for the week, and then whatever. Everyone's like, I can obviously tell did not work at all. Like, I'll just be like, fuck it, I'll work on that some other time. I'm literally, literally, yeah. I'm the exact same way. Ladies I probably and gentlemen, end up with like a minute, maybe two of good jokes after all that. We got a really great show for y'all today. We're going to talk a lot of comedy, man. I got to yeah. play some music. I got to get some energy pumping, man. I'm very okay. excited. I want to, I'm ready to, ner- I feel like we just nerded out about comedy Dude, and I'm ready to do a lot more. But, you know, obviously, we got to get the people going. People listen to us on their way to work, you know, whether on their lunch break or whatever. Shit, we got to give them something to feel. Hey, man. My own voice at work. Come on. Welcome back to the Writers Black Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Best pot in the world. We here. I remember when this paper trail came out. Shout out to everybody in their cars right now on the way to their jobs. You hate your job. I hate mine, too. We're going to make it. I feel like I'm on a 93.3 The Beat. There were more words right there, but uh, it's fine. That's enough that we could play for copyright reasons anyway. Before I start freestyling in here, might have to bring my, my uh, freestyle no. creative whoa, bone whoa. back on. It's making me want to get back in the booth, Mikey. My way, right here I always Listen. freestyle. Really? On first dates all the time. I show girls how well I can get <laughs> down. Listen, I you know what? Yo, I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad that you said that. I got I got a track for us right now. Yeah, we got yeah, a freestyle how we would come oh, up and talk shit, to yeah, a girl. Dude, you if you me? want, I would go first i thought about listen oh, the fact no, that no, you no. brought that up 
I thought I was listening to the song on the way here today, like uh-huh. earlier, and I was like, damn, this would be a great. Like, he came in so smooth talking to the ladies. It's ludicrous pimping all over the world. Have y'all heard that oh, song before? Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I was literally in my head like, what if I just yeah, that spit one. over this beat? Oh, <laughs> oh I, you I just realized. Of yeah, I forgot that I, this is a podcast with two white guys. I'm sorry, guys. Serious, right? Yes. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's don't. so funny. That's so funny. You mean the guy who found Justin this Bieber, man. right? <laughs> that was Usher. <laughs> no, he was So baby. how racist of you, Mikey? No, it's not racist. <laughs> that was Usher, my boy. I mean, he looks just like time. Usher. Sorry. Listen, yeah, all right. I can't believe. Y'all never heard this song. Listen, listen, listen. Listen real quick. I'm listening. No, I put this on a thousand times. Uh huh, uh huh. The fans You never heard that. How old are you? How old are you? Because we're pipping all over the world. It's an iconic start. Listen, listen to this. Ludacris is this is a classic. Watch this line. We know who we are. Sing it, hoes. And the hoes are singing. Sing it, hoes. Listen. Dude, that's why I love the, the hoes are part. singing beautifully, bro. But look, this is yeah. how he came in on the song. He, he goes, uh, he goes, hey, girl, how you doing? You are the woman that I'm really pursuing, and I would like to get to know you. Can you give me your name? If you jot down your number, you'll Dude, get my exchange. I love exchange. that shit. Bro, you don't I love know that shit. I can't believe. No, I love songs that like they have hoes singing because I don't know if you yeah. ever heard the song Gucci on my with like YG Twenty One yes, and all yes, that. Bro, Dude, yes. YG's part is the best because he's got girls going like YG got it play, YG got it made, YG got it good. Bro, you know? listen, there's something about. I would love to have some girls singing my part in a song. Are you kidding me? Listen, bro, fire. if you ever get a special someday, like there's just literally just, just you got you got to pick a song. Like just have the hoes sing back up for the jokes. You know? <laughs> yeah, you bro. Know? Like you know how help, people help me with the punchline, like put, like triple track a punchline. Yeah, exactly. That that would be hard if you have a choir. Get that Mary like, J. Blige on the imagine, shit. Imagine, imagine <laughs> Kanye. Imagine Kanye's choir just like ad libs all your hard punch if lines. I had Sunday service in my background as Ooh. I'm telling jokes about Michael Jackson and shit. You know, man, we I record this it. podcast on Sunday. I might make a segment called Sunday Service. Sunday yeah. Service. Thank you for bringing. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Uh, appreciate Kanye. Cost. Uh, you're a podcaster yourself, right? I was. I, I would say I'm in the beginning stages of becoming a podcaster. Yes, I am. But listen, yes. in, in so the beginning stages, yes. I would still say that you are a podcaster. I I'm really going to call am. you a podcaster because I've seen you know I've seen you not be a podcaster, and then I've seen you literally invest so much in in the next week and come out with. That's a bunch the thing of shit. with me, dude. As soon as I get into something, I'm into it. Yeah. You That's know the what best mean? part. You want to do that. You want to do. I that. have the worst addicted personality in the world, man. I, I'll let something ca- take control of me for like a months on end. Sorry for like months no, on good. end. You're good. So um, I, I, I totally agree. Like I have done that, especially with comedy. When I first got in, like you always, every comedian, when they first get in, they dive the fuck in. I like, yep. I, when I did it, I bought stand up books. I bought, I literally fucking took stand up courses online. Fucking. Yeah. You know? And no one ever tells you you're going to burn out after like three months. And you have to like, that's find what I was about to get to. Like, like that's what I was about to get to. You like, eventually yeah. you got to find a different type of motivation to be like, Oh shit. Okay. Like that, that initial love not runs out, but it definitely like, you know, it, it's not, Mm-mm. All it was. Yeah, once no one more. ever tells you that's how it goes. But what they always say, like the people who are always saying, is just like, yeah, dude, I'm always coming up with the new shit. It's just like no one ever says, like, yeah, I've had writer's block, you know, once or twice. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> thanks for the name drop, buddy. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk some. Uh, you you were talking outside earlier. You said that you performed at the Laugh Factory. You're from Chicago. All right. You like was did I get that wrong? I did not appreciate you giving out my information like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's from uh, Port St. Lucie. 
uh, America. That's kind of everyone knows where that is, though. Dayton, Ohio. In the, yeah, it's, that's how it should <laughs> stay, brother. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one ever gonna forget America, baby. Seven yeah. Eleven, never forget. Let's talk. Like, let's talk about. Let's talk, let's talk about some pro clubs. Obviously, like you know, uh, because. We do open mics around town together, but you know, every now and then, yeah, like no, the no, whole no, no. thing is, well, you want to get into comedy. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, comic. getting the so, getting the Laugh Factory, like getting a spot on there, was probably like the most surreal moment of my life. Yeah. That one was totally a luck chance of getting that because I not only got that, but I also got like a, a, a spot in the Lincoln Lodge Theater for like it was a it's one of those mics where unless you're somebody there, like you know, they usually don't pick you. Like they say that they. All open mics in Chicago, you have to sign up for it, like okay. ahead of time, ahead of okay. time, like online. And so they all do. This. I didn't know that. I've never been. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that's how it is because that's just what it was on the Facebook page and all yeah. that jazz. I'm okay. sure it's probably how it would be over in New York, some places. Okay. Anywho, uh, so that's how like Tallahassee was. You got to sign up on most of the mics like two yeah. weeks in advance. It's actually very annoying that it's I two believe weeks. It. I believe, but but yeah, go yeah ahead. it's a little asinine. And so I uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like and it's so Tallahassee. Really There's no pick, comedy clubs. You can tell that they pick the people that they know because like it's always the same people that are just like, yo, I've done like so many shows with this guy. He's hilarious, yeah. you know. It's just uh-huh. it, you, but, it's the same introduction for everyone but can you be mad at that that's no, kind of what i'm the, saying that's, like, that's, that's kind of the yeah. game the whole that's, thing that's is how like, you have a good show yeah. that's how you have a great yeah. show is like, to make sure it's good people there are hosts here in town who who you know when i'm when we're when we're doing a show and we're doing good they'll they'll literally look at us and be like you know work out keep going there's you people know? there's people when you look at them as bookers or like you know that like put together shows and stuff that yeah. you could tell oh this is gonna be a good lineup you yeah. know because i trust what they you know the because people they're they doing it, they're doing it more so like, yeah. like like not just for them like they're not hosting the mic for them you of know course. they're not they're not just putting a show together so they can be on a show right there. like, there's the like, alt crowd that's gonna love the alt folks and then there's you know the people like me who just floats around or you know i mean i, I enjoy yeah. all, all forms yeah you okay. know I mean, okay um so uh, going with some pro clubs, I got to give a shout out to my partners over at the Comedy Zone. All right. The Comedy Zone in Jacksonville. Comedy I've been Zone. there a lot, obviously. Uh, I post a lot of like pictures there and a lot you of do, like, stories You're really proud stuff. of it. Uh, I'm really You're really proud, proud of it. Of it. <laughs> this guy you. really promotes the, the shit out of the Comedy Zone. Hey, listen. If Comedy y'all are Zone, listening to the podcast, <laughs> that'd be fire. Dude. I endorse it. That'd be fire. Um, Everyone knows me. I endorse but, it. Yeah. So uh, shout out to them. They literally have like like incredibly funny shows every weekend i realized that i gotta do a better job at selling these you know what i mean because i listen back to the pod and i usually i say incredibly funny shows you know but giving more detail of my experience inside of these shows is kind of my job you know what i mean and like, like i'm now i'm more comfortable in it like at first i i wasn't as proud i used to be like okay well is it gonna feel corny like i don't know if they're gonna if i say this are they gonna are have you talking this about issue? with podcasting or just like, comedy like, with the comedy zone and oh, me God, like, God, like yeah, me yeah, talking yeah. about the shows and like yeah, i didn't yeah, know yeah. how to do it i didn't know how to be a partner and podcast about things like that is what i'm saying like, got it got so, it okay so moving forward like now i'm learning like what i was telling you outside earlier i learned like like the like it, i just had to grow as a comedian and as a thinker you know in order to to, to share my experience and open up more on the show dude you're um, a thinker thank you you are man. a thinker dude. i appreciate that I dude try. that's the thing i love about radio shows like you you were, you were learning about radio stuff like over in tallahassee weren't you i was about to ask are you call are you calling me a radio show host like i, I, I was learning dude, no no radio, no it's just like there's host. there's the type of like voice and like type of thing and that goes uh, along with this so kind you of think stuff that's where i learned and it? dude yeah no I, I spent every morning of my like high school life just listening to radio shows like Ellis yeah. Duran and stuff and so like they those people just have the radio voice and whenever i like hear people 
like you just have like that radio voice that like just goes along with the podcast or just has like that radio host style of going the about engagement things. the engagement dude yeah it's just yeah it's the most entertaining shit in my life listen thank you i appreciate that i never know how to analyze myself in that manner because i, don't, I just learn what i learn oh well, just fucking but call me, um but yeah so like this weekend, um, I, I was over there and pretty much like I was telling you, I learned this weekend that I no longer go to comedy shows as just a fan of comedy. You know what I mean? Like, I, no. I don't know when the switch happened. I don't know, like, exactly what or, or what switch changed switch. it. But now I go to, <laughs> I that. now I go to these shows and I'm like, man, I'm a student of comedy, man, because I, I, I love the art of comedy so much. And all I've been wanting to do is learn and get better at it. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm going to these shows and, and I'm learning so much more these days now that I'm allowing myself to be open. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like, like, so when you go to these professional shows, like, like at the Laugh Factory, you were saying your first opportunity on that stage, like my first opportunity on the comedy zone stage, I felt like that first time just grew me up so much more. Did you feel that way when you were like, how, how was your experience? At the Laugh oh, Factory? dude, I think I was more fangirling about just like being really? I Dude, I was, I was, it was so surreal. Cause like, here's the thing, man. It was just, it was such a great, timing with effort with it because it was like right when chicago was starting to open up at first okay and it was like their first show that they had had back since they had shut it down i had no idea oh, this is uh covid era yeah it was covid like yeah, uh yeah. this was august of like last year okay so yeah it was like yeah. just starting to open up and then so oh, right before i met you i literally yeah. i moved here in august yeah 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 All exactly right, cool, cool. so when i was there fucking uh everyone that showed up was just excited for comedy everyone was just excited to hear people laugh so i could have just gone up there and just started like naming bands that don't make sense yeah and they would have laughed at it yeah okay so it was one of those nights dude and it was the best circumstances ever dude they had yeah. like and they didn't like that me. is a great they, uh, that is a great night yeah. to have like your first show until up there. I, yeah they didn't like me until he needed to it Who, was great so was there like a headliner that night or was it just like an open mic at this show what, what this kind of show was, was from what i understand this was a showcase so the first thing they did was they had a showcase with like some of the top dogs and in chicago and okay. most of them most of the top dogs there are actually uh open mic o- holders you know like uh, i met a, a few couple of folks like zach gish he's a cool ass dude okay. and uh yeah so they just had me open up because I was an out of towner and everyone else is in town you know showcase the game is and the game dude fun as fuck I could not believe that yeah. I was there I was able to hang out in the green room you yeah know, that's badass. Tight. yeah I was so, badass dude, I was trying to, you know what's funny about that I, when I was going there I was trying to find out where the green room was right and there's like <laughs> these people standing in front of stairs and they looked like you know people of stature so mm, I was okay. like hey uh, is this where the the comedians go and the guy was just like Oh man, probably. I don't know. You know, so I was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> that cool. That the comic. Yeah, and then so he's just, I was just like, that's cool, you know. And then after a while, I was like, I asked someone, I was like, hey, where do I go? And then I go, they're like pointing upstairs, and I go up there, and he's like, oh, wait, are you a comic, dude? And yeah. I was like, yeah. And he's just like, oh, good luck tonight. And it was just like just <laughs> some nice. audience member, dude. Yeah. Okay, so that sounds like that runs a little different than like comedy. Like right now, the comedies don't show, like headliners will come through, they'll have the hosts, and they'll have like a, a you know, the, if he brings someone who'll have a guest, or, or I mean, he'll have a feature, and then the headline, or does a whole hour of the show. Um, you good? You good? Can you hear? <laughs> yeah, you knocked your fucking headphones out. Pulled off the headphones. All right, man. all right. You good? Um, so yeah, like uh, like my first time at the Comedy Zone, man. I got to open up for Ali Sadiq, which shit, was good bro, fucking like, shit with that one. Literally, it was in like like I think the reason that like like you were saying that you kind of were fan fan more so in, in that. Yeah, were you a fan of comedy 
and like prior to like like Hell prior yeah. to this experience yeah. did you you yeah. went to the okay so that makes more sense oh, when it came shit, to the comedy yeah. zone growing up here i grew up on the other side of jacksonville i didn't know that it existed like that you know i didn't i wasn't a did you ever listen or watch stand-up growing up i did but i didn't i i didn't know i wanted to be a comedian until i got to college like i was funny i was a I funny guy middle but school, i wasn't like a i wasn't like a super fan of comedy at the time and i think maybe that's why when i got my opportunity i was able to be like oh shit okay well i'm not like i came in more so as like a just like ready to learn i wasn't like oh i love this thing so much right you know? um but uh this weekend carlos mencia uh, yeah, dude, was, was at it? the comedy zone uh he it was a pretty funny show it was a pretty funny show he he came through uh his his feature was uh this guy named eugene torres um shout out to the comedy zone shout out to the good people over there i'm carlos was uh he put on uh he put on a pretty good show i gotta be honest i'm gonna like like this well like you know how comedians like sign off or whatever like like mm-hmm. when they leave and the crowds like like out of all the shows that I've been to, at the like this was the loudest cheer at the end that I've seen at the Comedy Zone. Really, not the loudest laughs. I'm not saying like the jokes got the loudest laughs, but like it's almost like when they he just, was like, like saying they leaving gave him or some shit. The comeback up? story. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's almost like they were just applying, like you know, saying we forgive you kind of thing. Uh, maybe so. Because uh, no uh, secret, it's no secret. Whatever yeah, 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 was yeah. going on with Carlos Mencia. Yeah, I mean, dude. So, so he didn't talk about that. And is that? Of well, course, we should, he we should preface it for not either. everybody who listens to this podcast is a comedian and understands. Uh, so for those who don't know, Carlos Mencia, uh, th- this is like what like the comedy store way yep. back in the day. Uh, him and every white guy's hero, Joe Rogan, Joseph uh, Rogan. Sorry, you. sorry, yeah, Joseph Rogan, uh, Mister Two Hundred Million Dollars from Spotify himself. Uh, Pretty much, he uh, he called this guy out for it. Uh, it was a known thing that Carlos was watching other comedians. He was coming to the clubs. He's watching other taking comedians. Their acts. Taking their acts. And, and I guess Joe Rogan stood up for everyone else. He brought it up and he confronted him on stage. While he was doing his This is set. your boy. Yeah, talk about your boy. What's you your boy relax, do? relax, bro. boy. <laughs> so, but, yeah, he basically just stole jokes. And Joe Rogan, while he was on stage, was like, you're stealing jokes. And he was yeah. like... I mean, it happened. It happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, here's the thing: people just need to forgive it by now because it's a long. Time so ago. this was like yeah. what, like, like the like early 2000s, late 90s. Well, and from yeah. what I heard, that was the culture back then. Was like people weren't nice to each other in the comedy, in like in the comedy no. zone yeah. back then. People, yeah. people were stealing each other's jokes. People were being shitty. So like, Carl Benzini wasn't the only one doing it. That doesn't make it no, right. not at all. See, that's what I'm saying. It's just like obviously he was the one that got called out. And you yeah. know, I mean, as much as as we were supposed to like shun those who you know j- yeah. steal jokes and stuff. No, I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you about that next. Like how. How would you feel? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. At first, yeah, it would be like fuck that guy, you know. But like after a while, thirty you know, years. <laughs> uh, I mean, has it been thirty years since that like happened? 20, 20, 20 years. years. 20 I mean, I think it might have been a little overdue, but at the same time, they didn't have internet for him to, like, you know, revamp himself yeah. going over because, like, you know, like... Yeah, people- honestly, I don't know if I can say that. That's fair because all the... Like, Joe Rogan had the internet. Like, everybody... I get that. They yeah, grew no, up I in the that. same... They have the same I'm saying, time but, span. like, they obviously didn't give him, like, the same platform. Like, if he had, like, the same... Pla- I mean, uh, the you same amount that. of followers, you, you know? That. You got to build that. Yeah, but, exactly. But um, he put on a great show. Uh, uh, he talked about, like, like his acts. Like, uh, he, I think he's, uh, what, Cuban, Mikey? Or... or um, um, I'm sure. All right. Well, one of the, he's I, I Hispanic. <laughs> he talked about like he talked about like uh, like Spanish culture and like illegal immigration and stuff like that. And then he talked about like he joked Hilarious about like, rednecks stuff. and stuff. Uh, and then like, this is what I learned from this show, man. Like not like the only thing I learned, but this is where I'm going to start. I used to have such a stigma in my brain about the type of comedy that I did, bro. Mm-hmm. Dick jokes work, man. Even in professional settings, dick jokes work. Away. 
I try to stay away from them. I, I literally, I literally scroll. Like if I go to an open mic, I like, I literally like, if I see a comic have like a dick, I'm like, oh, did you joke about your dick again? You know, I don't think I've ever Even had though a I'm nobody, but, but he's Honduran, but, uh, Honduran. Okay. Well, hell yeah. yeah. So, but like I'm talking, they, he, a lot of dick jokes, they were cracking the fuck up in a professional club. You know, you, you see that in an open mic and then people are always like, that's not going to work here. That's not going to work there. You know, uh, but shit worked. That was the first thing. Yeah. I, was like, oh, I, like, I was like, oh, shit, dick jokes work. I have a stigma in my brain, but I don't let myself have fun about it. But Yeah, like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, I, I think as long as you're just, uh, back to the Mencia deal, it's just like, as long as you're obviously making something of yourself from what yeah. it once was, you know, because Robin Williams, dog, people worship Robin Williams. Robin Williams stole from everybody. Yes. Don Rickles even slapped him on stage yeah. for being in front of everybody at the Emmys or Grammys, whatever the fuck it was. So if someone went on and did your exact act, would you would you go up there and slap him on stage? I would fuck them up, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh, I, I am not, I am not like the whole, oh, the pen is mightier than the sword yeah. shit. No, dude, nah, if nah, you're nah. taking my whole set yeah. like that I have been working my ass off for and then you're just like seeing me after my sets being like, yo, that's hilarious. And then you're doing the same shit that yeah. I just had, bro. It's like, fuck we you. are not on a professional level no more. So, <laughs> so what I was learning about, they go on before you and do your set. Bro, and you're that's just my there biggest like, fear. All right, now I'm fucked. Thanks, oh. piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, like, uh, like one of the biggest things I learned at this show is like we were just talking about, um, like, like the comeback story and all this stuff. I think one of the biggest messages that I took away from Carlos is the fact that like he's still doing like comedy. In professional settings, all like these years later, like, like, he, like yeah. he didn't let that horrible, horrible fucking mistake rob him of like, like, like literally the entire world hated this man. Like, if you love comedy, if you if yeah. you're a comedian, like they literally hated this guy. He he, and he they was, probably he still was hate the this villain guy. of comedy. Yeah, the villain of comedy. But like, like for everyone to fucking hate you, and you love the art of comedy so fucking much. That even He's your name being associated, exactly. Yeah, I, I think I respect that so fucking much. I gotta give that guy fucking props because shit, like you know, if, if you ever fuck up and like people hate you for doing the thing that you love so much, that you worked your ass off for years and years and years that you found solace in, and nobody is like, oh. Like, nobody wants to support you. I mean, and you still get up in front of people and do that. Like, stand up. Hell you're playing yeah, one on fucking yeah, it's crazy one on one, one on 15, one on 30, one on 200, and so on. You yeah. Know? And it's wild because in comedy, man, it's just like that shit is just so hard to get forgiven. Meanwhile, like, uh, you know, if you even try to make a premise similar to anyone else's, you know, like try to take someone else's Everyone idea. has the same premise, bro. Exactly. There, there, there are no new premises. No, but what I'm trying to get at is just like, you know, when I was uh, like, if you even try doing that, people will sneer at you and be like, what are you? you trying to like you know do my shit you yeah. know or something like that but meanwhile I, if you're when i was in acting school you know the people made shameless it, plug uh, yeah yeah but yeah i'm kind of like the best actor ever but like people would just make f like endless references and like use lines from yes. other things and like that shit is just like it's praised upon to like it's a make big references. part of theater it's, it's like the craziest yeah. thing we're all entertainers and at the end of the day i think i don't think he's stealing to steal i think he was stealing to entertain yeah you know what i mean i think he's more of an actor than he and, is some guy that and even so like like a lot of There's a lot of creating a lot of creating is is you know you look at other people you see what they're doing you got to find a way to you know take the the basic structure of that and make it your own thing make it work for you obviously that means you not stealing exactly verbatim but it's like it's like in fucking school you know yeah, don't right. don't copy my paper word for word fucking like we you know, love like, scary movie because they make references we love family yeah. guy because they make constant references you know mm -hmm. but we can't fucking god forbid we try to put on carlos mencia's like you know uh album where he did a bill cosby bit yeah you know yeah, but yeah. just in his own words yeah 
Well, it, it's crazy. Did did he? It's a wild deal. Did he apologize? So I'm no, sure he did. Uh, no. Um, he, so he actually went on Bobby oh, yeah. Lee's. I wouldn't po- expect to do it. 30 he actually, years later. he actually went on Bobby Lee's podcast. Oh, go uh, on. Uh, Tiger Belly, not too long ago. Me, no and shit. He he kind of confronted him about it a little bit, and he was trying to get him to apologize, and he was just kind of like he didn't apologize. He never said he apologized. That's what I was going to get to. He didn't address it in his act, wow. which I get. You know, why the fuck would you address that point. in your act? I wouldn't even... I mean, dude, it's too far gone to even yeah, exactly. try to apologize. It's like, it's just like, it's like yeah, you're just up. reopening wounds and putting salt in it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But listen, still endlessly... Like, like uh, Eugene Torres was the feature for this night. It was a pretty funny show at the Comedy Zone. Um, like I was saying, like, as a student earlier, man... Like, Where's he from? Like, uh, I think he's, he's a guy like us. You know, he's, he's on the got grind. It, I have no it. idea where he's from. I didn't really get to speak with him like that that you, much. Um, but But what I was going to say is, like, man, like... Now that I've been on like like a a stage like that and like you know I I see comedy I feel like I've grown to a level where you know I feel okay if I watch a show and I'm like all right I know that I got material that you know when I, whenever I'm ready when I get I, I'm better than that like you know I can yeah you know, I really, and, and I don't yeah. ever and I used to say I used to think that and I'd be like oh but you know I would feel bad about myself but I feel like you got to put yourself on scale to the people who are getting the opportunities oh, right now dude hundred percent especially like, the ones that you want. Most of my, the beginning of my career was just me hating on people who were obviously better than me, obviously who were like going out and getting it, you know? So I was never hating. I was always constructive. I I was personally hating, but that was just because I'm just like a narcissistic little bitch, you know? Like, (laughs) you know, I told you I had that idea that there was hierarchy. So when I saw people getting shows that I wasn't getting, I was just like, those motherfuckers are getting my shows. Yeah. But but then when you realize that (laughs) it's not about. It's obviously, you know, it's it's just a numbers game. That's all it is. Yeah. It's not, it's not about like, at a certain point, it's not about like how funny a person is man you got to look at damn okay the body of work that this person put in to get wherever they are at that opportunity right there does the last did i did i do as much as them in the last month did i do as much of them in the last year i always had this thing where it was just like you know if like it was like i had this thing in my head where if i were to ask somebody for it to do a show that it was always going to be between me and some other person, like, you know, by the bookers, like, point of view, you know? Okay. And so if they chose the other person, that just means I wasn't funny enough to get on there. So I take it as, like, me just figure out, okay, how can I be better than the person who yeah. may or may not have gotten Dude, on a show where I didn't, you know? That, uh, that uh, so I uh, I told you, I didn't show you, the, I was supposed to show you the trailer, but uh, that vlog that I made, Fuck. the first episode of the vlog is uh, the comedy competition that I went to in New Smyrna, uh, New Smyrna Beach, uh, and I lost. I lost the comedy competition, but Hell yeah. listen, uh, I, I don't want to give away dude, the whole like, for vlog, losing, bro. Dude, bro. It's all it's all about. But listen, 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 I don't want to give away the whole vlog, but like, like the the vote was by crowd noise. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like oh, a, dude, I know Madcaps. Yeah, okay, all right, yo, yeah, yeah. So, so shout there. out to Adam. Adam's a great booker. I, I love Larry's Adam. Shit, dude. My fucking god. But yeah, so the vote was by crowd noise, and and it's like uh, it, it wasn't a matter of like I'm watching the set, I. Don't remember the guy's name, but I didn't think he was funnier than me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I definitely like, like, I get the crowd was just like, like, okay, you know, we get it, you know? Yeah, 100%. But, no, it's all about how much the crowd likes you, you yeah, know? But it was literally the same. When you when you see the vlog, bro, I'm going to put it out. The I same can't fucking volume. The same fucking volume. And I was like, okay, there's got to be a better way to judge a comedy show than crowd noise. Like, yeah, dude. Like, there has to be I know that different. crowd. That's what I, was I know that fucking crowd. Yeah. It's not the most liveliest Bro, crowd. I, literally, I've <laughs> never performed a bunch of people that, who are that, about to not be alive no more. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Literally, if you calculate all their ages, that is the literally the oldest fucking like, whatever bro everyone is just dude last time i was there i did jokes guy, about death too i did jokes about out two-thirds of the room 
That's pretty oh, With 9-11 jokes, dude. I, I did jokes I've about... Never, oh. I've never seen anything so professionally done in my lifetime. <laughs> I did jokes about old people Shout dying out Chris in my Coon. bit at, uh, at Madcaps. Like, like I had like a two-minute... like Not, not two, maybe two-minute joke about like old Chris people Coon. dying at the thing. So maybe that's why. Who knows? But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, that was all I had on the Comedy Zone. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. The next show... Uh, oh, Benji Brown. Let me pull it up. The next show, Benji Brown... <laughs> March 17th through 19th. Yeah. So March 17th through 19th, Benji Brown is going to be at the Comedy Zone. You guys go check that out. Incredibly funny, dude. He used to be, uh, I used to watch his clips on like BET Comic View and stuff like that on YouTube. Uh, now I've been going back and like just looking at old, like old clips of just people back in the day. Like, I've literally become a student of comedy where like, all I do now is just fucking listen to old shit. Not old. I'm not calling these people old, but um, that's the no, next one I'll be old, at. Yeah. Uh, that's the next one I'll be at. And then fucking Earthquake is coming to Jacksonville. He just got yeah, his shit, first Netflix special. Uh, you guys need dude, to go watch that. I like that. Earthquake, dude. Man. He just got his first. Have you seen the special yet? I watched that special and everything that he had on YouTube. Dude, all right, all right. Well, man, like you guys go check that out and then come out to support him at the Comedy Zone March 25th through the 27th. I'll be out there as well. Uh, a lot of funny shows in March, man. A lot of funny shows in March. Shout out to the good people over at the comedy zone and uh with that being said i do have a question uh, let's shift more to um can i borrow you for five minutes which Hell is your yeah. podcast dude and it is my baby i like it. all right yeah so so tell me tell me about your baby tell me about you okay, know you how, what, what made you, you want to start baby. your podcast thank you please don't address it as your baby oh, I, it's your baby no don't say those words don't say your baby as to describe your podcast dude, I, that is so crazy that's crazy yes how because it's my baby dog I'm talking about your baby. I don't want you to talk about I my do. family. I'm going to abort your baby. I'm going to go abort your baby if you don't talk about your fucking podcast right now. I'm that's called um, murder. Yeah, you know, murder that's frowned upon in Texas. <laughs> Good thing we're in Florida, boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. No. Can I borrow you for five minutes? Yeah, your podcast. Five how, minutes. how did you come up with this? Uh, when did you start it? Uh, tell me about the, um, the thinking process. So it all started It all started when I decided to do another podcast before, and it was called A Cross Town, which is a genius idea for a title, if you ask me. That's funny. And I... Uh, I, what I wanted to do is just have people come on as guests, you know, and just talk their shit. And then I ended up wanting to do sketches like before and after like this, the podcast and stuff. So okay. whoever the guest was would be reading a sketch with me. and It'd be pretty fun. Well, that then, sounds pretty dope. then COVID hit. And none of the guests ever wanted to like get in contact with <laughs> me no more. Yeah, I started my first podcast like maybe like six or seven months before. Cause it, was, it was called All in Good Fun. And this is actually the writer's block is the second podcast I've yeah. done. Horrible name for a podcast, by the way. Uh, <laughs> don't go look at it on YouTube. Oh my god, it was terrible. I uh, believe it. I believe but, it. But but yeah, dude. Like like like. So it's it's interesting that you say like that wasn't your first idea. You had an idea, and then that idea didn't work, and now the idea. You know, that's yeah. Now the idea, and then so for a while I was thinking about like maybe having a cooking show because I ended up moving to a house in Palm Coast where my dad lived, you know, he, so my dad lives in Ethiopia okay, and he's lived there. Dope. Yeah. He's oh, lived there yeah. for like 14 years. And so is that the shirt that you had on when yeah, I saw no, the yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a dashiki. I was just being, no, was yeah, 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 no, it was a, uh, yeah. So his, my stepmom is Ethiopian and all that shit. So that was a gift from all them. But, uh, yeah, can I buy it for five minutes? Anyway, so it was uh, the way it went into it was I, I had this idea like maybe I should have a cooking show, and then I would just like try to film and like do talking and stuff like that. 
But while I would, you were cooking, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, yeah, I would have comics come in. We'd wear the same shirts and shit like that. It was a funny fucking idea, and it was working really dude. well. But I would fuck up something wait, you, somehow. Wait, so you dude. did it. You got it off the idea, like dude. You, I had three episodes. Two, where? Two, dude, I'm saying I had three of them recorded. Two of them were fucked up. Like the second one was with Christian Blaker, and that one had shout out to Christian. I forgot to fucking turn on the volume for the camera. The oh, whole no. episode, no. the whole episode, and then the first one was. Uh, you it got should have went back up. and just did some B-roll over you. Yeah, <laughs> repeat it. Yeah, yeah it got fucked. The, whole the first one got fucked up. And then the only one that actually worked out was this guy with DJ Santana. Shout out, dog. And uh, that was just, yeah. Is it on, Mikey, is it on and Mikey B, something. Shout oh, out to Mikey B. They both been on the show before. Our fucking, the cameras died on Mikey B's episode. <laughs> uh, you know, like, yeah. dude, I was just like, something's telling me not to fucking yeah, do this. Yeah, so. but it's better that that happened to you when you were doing that show. Because, like, even with my show, bro, like, like. There would be like I, w- I would literally forget an SD card, but I would be drove and I because I didn't always do it in my house. I would drive all the yeah. way somewhere and then I forget an SD card or a light wouldn't turn on or I just I, I just know work. that if the responsibility is on me, I fuck up. Yeah, that's just my fault. I you know like I just deleted ten episodes worth of audio files. You didn't delete. You just didn't know. You didn't know. No, they're gone. They're one hundred percent gone. I tried getting them back and they're gone. Well, but you did. You just didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, and, and I'm. You didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> you, talk about feeling stupid, dude. Like yeah. when you accidentally delete something forever. Yeah. And like when you lose something, I mean, if you lose your like car keys, you're just like, oh, that's kind of dumb. But like, no, when you lose files, you feel stupid, dude. Yeah, dude. I took like, <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> I was good. Never awful. mind. I'm, I'm moving up. I believe um, it. Uh, but no, but, but like, like, that's like, like, yeah. honestly, those are the best times to learn from it. Like, what better to learn from it than when you fucked up and you're yeah. like, I'm a fucking dumbass. Yeah, dude. I'm an so, idiot. The, so for a while, I wanted to do this thing where it was going to be called Can I Borrow You for 10 minutes, where I would like, you know, like do a 10 minute rant for a podcast and stuff like that. It'd be on certain topics. Yeah. But like, it's already hard to write five minutes of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like 10 minutes worth of I don't, think I'm, a, I don't think I'm a ranter. I, was, I don't yeah, think I'm, I'm not a ranter. ranter either, dude. Like, I can rant if I'm like, you know, in, in the motion of things, but if like, you know, like just throwing on the camera and be like, Go like I yeah, can't. Just I, that's go not. That's it. not. Maybe not yet. I'm not saying you can't grow and figure that out. Oh, I think yeah, there's. Sure. I, I definitely have learned that there's an art to ranting. Yeah, and then yeah. so from that, I uh, then I finally got like little podcast equipment uh, for Christmas. Thank God for Santa. And shouts then uh, yeah, so shouts out Santa. Anyone who denies him, I'll fuck you up. But <laughs> we. Uh, so I got that, and for a while the show was just audio only. But when I deleted all those audio files, instead of just being like. Fuck! I'm just gonna try and get all the audio back. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just yeah. take this loss and I start getting into video. I remember having a conversation with you at Vusoir about. I'm literally telling you to just get video. Like while yeah. I had a camera and everything, that I was like, bro, video is going to. Yeah, video is the grand deal, dude. This yeah. The, yeah, it's the thing that's gonna get you noticed. So, so yeah. on your creator, like so far, right, how would you, uh, how would you classify your journey of like podcasting? Would you say that like you know that was are you excited was it challenging like what are you doing with can i borrow you for five minutes do you feel like this is more promising than oh, the previous for sure dude this is like the shit get so tell, tell tell the listener what's the premise of can i borrow you for five minutes <laughs> dude it's just you know i'm just borrowing your time for five. i just want to borrow you for five minutes dog you know it's just like whoever uh, i mean i'll have solo episodes where i'm just like talking about like you know some funny shit that happened over the weekend you know like i'll, I'll write something to my phone that i think is funny yeah you know i'll just bring it up yeah not, not really for like jokes but just like bringing it up just like damn that really happened i gotta tell what happened yeah i think uh yeah. i think that 
is gonna be very very popular it's like five minutes so easily consumable dude i'm gonna know? corner this podcast game with the five minutes dude i'm telling you like yeah. once i get yeah. this going uh, but are you so yeah. do you plan to expand and do more than just five minutes is that uh, in the plans at all i'm thinking may- i was actually thinking about that i was thinking maybe if like got a patreon i would do something like can i borrow you for half an hour or like can i borrow you for an hour you know like still keep yeah. the brand going because yeah. it's like a, a question in the title is catchy you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like you know it's just it's shit like that i i, I try to like i try to come up with like new names like catchy names for even every episode yeah. you know and so i even got like uh my buddies at goodies like one of my bu- my friends uh jerry worlds he does like a lot of editing so i'm trying to get Wait, him to edit my videos off i think i know jerry's uh I, is he olivia lightner boyfriend or something yeah yeah okay dude olivia so olivia and i actually recorded an episode of the pod it didn't come out you know, but Olivia and I are very good friends. I love her so much, bro. Oh, yeah. She's the shit. Her and her little fucking dog. Or, uh, her dog is like a, a ball of wow, fire. Wow, man. But it's crazy. Small it's world. crazy that you know yeah. him. All Small right, so world. so the brand, he, that's his, Goodies is. Yeah, Goodies is his brand. I'm just the guy that, uh, yeah, I got the hat. Damn, got all right, this, well, we gotta, uh, I got to snap them. Now, like, whatever, yeah, dude, whatever I'm we the, do with this yeah, shit. Can I'm we get like, some pics, Mikey? I'm the guy uh, that, that you know, just smiles and does this. Yeah. All right, Um. so now that the episodes are deleted and you don't have them anymore, did you have a least favorite? Of all of the ones, like that the I ones had. that you did here, the ones that you did do, did you have? Like, Dude, now that they're deleted, I don't, I don't think don't about the anything. least favorite. I think about the top three that I loved. Okay, well, give me those, even though those are last Andre Dolan. Okay, Andre Dolan, one hundred percent. CJ and I is only because ours was just a reminiscing episode. Like re- CJ and I started at the exact same time. CJ Couch, at, yeah, at oh. the exact same place. You know, and so. Where? CBD cafe, dude. Like I was there, like uh, oh, from, the the very, the, from the very, very first day that he ever did it, and then yeah. on. Because like I'm family friends with uh, Gio and, C- and Sianna, like the people who own the place. Like I used to work for Giovanni. That's what? her dad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's his name. Yeah, I just Giovanni, call, yeah. I just call him dad. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't call him. My, I call I say Sianna. Yeah, dad. no, Giovanni's the shit. Okay, Sianna's so his the name shit. is the whole Giovanni. Is. Yeah, I, I call him C's dad. No, he's the he dog. Just, yeah, he just looks at me. He, he never he's says words to me. He says words, but he just looks at me and then just motions. He's like, that's 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 Giovanni. <laughs> like what the fuck I'm dude Giovanni will look you in the eyes and then like have this look of like utter you, you just fucked up yeah and it's then like just, what like, did I do and then do dude? some like really small hand movement where it's just him just like being funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like he'll look at you like look in the camera and just be like and yeah. like point at the door and you'll just be like oh that, yeah sorry uh, I'll get it so do you feel like like uh, like an open micer of comedy, how do you feel about like like where are you at in comedy? How do you feel about where you are? Because I've, uh, I have a theory. I've gone out of the idea of just you know, I mean, fooling myself into believing there's a hierarchy and stuff yeah. like that. I've gone to the point of just calling myself the funny guy. Like right now, I'm the funny guy. I'm not yet a comedian. You know, like uh, once I'm a comedian and like actually being paid to do this, like once I can quit my day job, I'm a comedian. Okay, you so know what I'm so let so me right ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. It's a profession. Yes. Let me ask you this. You classify, you classify success in your craft or whatever you want to do by someone paying you yes that's how like that's how you feel like that's how i believe only because i've been just raised my whole life that you have to have someone to pay you if you want to do something you know like my dad he when we when we lived in chicago dude it wasn't like you know the best like living situation my dad had to be he was contracted if he ever got a contract you know what i mean so he would work whenever he could work and when he had to work you know what i mean so yeah with with comedy and like doing like if i wanted to be an actor dude i I had to do only like theaters i would pay it was really hard to do that i mean great it's really hard it's really rule 
is what you're saying? Like, it was, yeah, it's like oh, a family rule. Got, you got, like, they you wanted me to be in business for the longest time. So it's how you were raised. Yeah. Like, oh, now this makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I was no. gonna ask you, like, dude, I'm all about the craft and all that shit. Okay. But like at the same time, I need to, I need to be known for the craft and like, uh, I, I, I know that sounds narcissistic, but I, like, I need to. It's not have no, we, we champion narcissism on this podcast. Dude, I am the shit, and yeah, so like I have, to, I have to get talk paid your shit, man. Talk your shit. Round of applause. I gotta get, I gotta get paid for my craft. It's worth money. My craft is worth money. I just think, I, I see it. I don't, I don't quantify my success in something by how much I'm making off of it. Like, like even with podcasting, don't get me wrong. You I don't pay think, like, yeah. to be a podcaster. Like yeah. you pay to be a podcaster. Yeah. You know, I don't think that you can quantify the success of your podcast. No, podcast is definitely the thing that I'm, uh, that's like my, my project, you know, like the yeah. thing that I call my hobby, but like, you know, the thing that I'm working on the most is just like uh comedy. Yeah. I mean, in general, like yeah. whether it's, it's all the writing it, it, gig or something like that. In theory, it all like works together, you know, yes. eventually it all like, like the pod drives the comedy career is yeah. what I'm learning. Like watching like how these comedians move around in the landscape of things. Like, like this is what I've been doing. I literally just smoke and just think about the landscape of comedy and podcasting and what it could be in the future. Like here in Jacksonville and like, smoke what, tobacco? back here. Uh, yeah, I work in a smoke shop. Good. So, you know, we sell tobacco products only my guy. Um, and Thank Delta you. eight and all that other stuff. Uh, they actually might fire me soon. So y'all come see me <laughs> while you can. Um, but either way, like, like, um, I'm learning like, like that's how they move around. Around. like the podcast drives their comedy career you know it's yeah. not it's not, obviously stand-up is, is is the the main attraction that's like where you can make the bank and where the bucks are and my podcast is very guest heavy you, yeah. you know it's I very mean, guest dependent but uh, i wouldn't even say that because you can do your podcast without guests oh no i totally could but like i'm well, it's like a five minute the, the whole idea about it is just like five minutes of like playing back and forth you know yeah, like just a bunch of bullshit okay, okay. like I thought you mentioned earlier like solo episodes and stuff i like do that. have solo episodes but like those are just like what's on my mind i'm not ah, really like i'm okay, not out okay, here okay. like trying to like you so, know improv and stuff like i'll say some stupid shit like you know like it's fact to know that that uh, snoop dog killed seven taxpaying citizens with a, with a hammer no 100 no, well, he did he did no i watched him do it i don't know i watched him do it i Allegedly, allegedly, dude. Listen, that's the listen, thing. listen. Snoop just got control of Death Row Records. All right, and he <laughs> so, killed seven taxpayers. I, I don't know. Citizens. I don't know anything about that. I don't. Know. The music was great. Seven. The music was great. The that's music was half fine. of Richard Ramirez. Would you? Uh, so have you? Have you ever performed at a show with celebrities in the crowd? Um. No, I, I I opened for Jill Kimmel once. That's nice. Is that, that was really cool. Jimmy Kimmel's sister. Yep. Nice. Yes. She's a celebrity. I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, she was on Heart. She was, uh, you know, Ooh. she tours around the country. All that. Oh, she's stuff. a comic. Yeah, she's a comic. Wow. She's hilarious. Okay. Right? Well, I need to learn she's more about this. Way so, more funnier than Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I that probably not hard to do. Um, <laughs> but like, like, uh, so uh, yeah, I was I performed in front of uh, Mike Vick once, and uh, that's like the Michael all, Vick? Michael Vick, dude. I have a picture oh, with it on my Instagram. Bro. I swear to God, go to my Instagram and check it out. I'm not lying. What a childhood hero, dude. I would, I was, he was my NFL Madden player all the bro, time. Oh, Madden 07? Oh, all the time, oh, all, the time the cover, dude. all the time oh, i was crazy um he was always on my my, my draft team i think uh like oh that was the only sub i've ever before i just thought of that because you said snoop dog i know snoop loves comedy he goes to comedy shows he's yes, a fan and of comedy. he also loves watching people bleed from their eyes and smoking before the super bowl halftime show before dude, dude he was literally on stage dude i had a buddy that was looking at mybookie.com for like all the things and there was like a, a, a bet whether snoop Dogg was going to smoke on stage yeah. and dude they do you know how much oh, yeah. dude there was a bet for that and do you know how hard that would change the evolution of television <laughs> if he was to smoke marijuana <laughs> on funny. the nfl football game dude, he did that would change the history him? of time. he was literally standing right before his song came with dr dre was out at the piano dre i mean snoop was no, right I'm saying there they wouldn't let him do He's it during like, like the performance oh. 
oh, he's performing. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't let him do it. I thought you meant just do it in the vicinity. They obviously caught like the last part of him, probably like letting go of it, like before they can legally get yelled at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude! All right, we're long gone off of this, but I, I I I had it in my notes and I forgot it earlier. I thought this was funny. Another thing about like the Carlos Mencia show. So uh, <laughs> go on. And if he's listening to this podcast and I that posted, he's probably stopped by now. So we can see we can apparently like working <laughs> with him behind the scenes. Like I talked to some of the staff there. Dude, like the late shows, he literally like like this the. He yes, stayed on there until like he was drunk as shit. He stayed on there until like 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Like four people left in the crowd. At, uh, apparently, uh, at one point, he just stopped doing comedy. It was just karaoke. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was dude? fucking drunken karaoke, allegedly. I can't story. imagine, dude. <laughs> and they, yeah, but the staff, like the staff isn't allowed to leave until everyone's gone. They have to clean up, they have to wipe the microphones down and shit. Yeah. All, yeah, all that other stuff. So I thought it was. But I thought that was wild because I had never heard of it. Like, this is the first time that I've, like, heard of a story like that where, like, or, like, had literally been next to, like, a crazy fucking, like, story of a comedian. Like, I did, I thought that all that shit was just the stars of the stars. who yeah, fucking dude. Who I don't think I've it. ever met anyone totally famous. Like, I did meet the guy who was a semifinalist on the first season of uh, Tattoo, like, you know, Tattoo Master, Ink Master. <laughs> I don't count that as a fucking famous dude. Oh, dude. I, if you pull this dude, picture up, I wouldn't know who dude, he is. Dude, here's the thing with me. I always had this idea if I ever saw anyone famous, I would not freak out. But, dude, dude this guy was, like, probably dude. a G-list celebrity. Nah, and dude. I, like, a freak the fuck out and ran over and got a picture with him dude, and all this I shit. Met, I met Maddie Smith from Wild and Out. And I fanboyed so hard. Dude, I, didn't, I thought the same. I was like, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, met, I met other comedians. Bro. I met other famous people. And I was totally fucking fine. I met <laughs> yeah, Maddie. Yeah. I used to watch Wild and Out all the fucking time. I just love that show. And she's funny. I have a video where I'm like, oh my god, this is the greatest day of my life. Like, I, yeah. I, 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 it was bad, dude. Was like bad. the guy from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, Froggy. He he yeah. lives and work. Oh, I'm sorry, he lives like in St. Augustine, I guess, and he goes to like the golf course I work at. Yeah, and dude, it's crazy because like I saw him and I fangirled over him, and this is like, <laughs> and like this guy, <coughs> I haven't seen him oh, since, god, and COVID. I think it's my fault. COVID, <coughs> don't you dare right. try to say. We're that. gonna take a break because I got to take a piss anyway. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. All right, guys, we're back. Um, so Cross and I, Cross just had an interesting hot take. All right, let's get to it. Um, interesting hot take. I love today's show, man. I love sitting and getting to talk to other comedians, people, you know, grinding like I am and, and, and figuring out how they work and how they think, how they hustle. You know what I mean? So uh, we're going to get to how you hustle. But obviously, that means we have to start with, you know, what you think of comedy and how you started. Right. Yeah. So. Your hot take. You want to go ahead and and and, and what what did you just say before we before we turn the audio back on? Man, I was trying to. I was and I say trying. I was watching old Eddie Murphy and like listening to old uh, like Richard Pryor shit. Mm-hmm. We're and talking I about just, this throwback comedy stuff. Yeah, and like everyone talks about how like they're the greatest and like it's like legendary, the best of all time. And I just I don't see what's so fucking funny. You yeah. know, I'm listening to their jokes. Here's the thing. It's just like, everything is just like generational. And I totally get that. You know, like who's to say, and here's the reason why I don't think they're funny. It was just at that time, it was all about the shit you couldn't say. You know what I mean? So like really uh, like if you listen to a lot of those jokes, or at least to me when I was listening to a lot of those jokes, a lot of the funny things that you'd find them like laughing, like really hard would be like, man, motherfucker, this motherfucker, that. And you know, they'd be like, ah, yeah, you know, and, and like, it's not, and they say like, so, oh, it's just, you know, they, they always say it's like generational, but at the same time, you know, I, I find Louis C.K. absolutely fucking hilarious. But who's to say that somebody like 40 years from now is going to look back at Louis' like jokes and then say to like say what I'm that's saying a, right now? Yeah, you know what a, I mean? it's, uh, that's what I was going to say. It's definitely a possibility. You know what I mean? I I see it the opposite way, man. Like I actually like I go back and I watch 
just other other clips of these things and yeah sometimes there are those things that are very like dated and and they're like uh okay this was at this time when you couldn't say that but i also feel like you can't hold that against the comedians for what time they're doing no, comedy not at in. all but at i feel like time, i feel like that yeah. almost i feel like that fact almost is is uh makes it like like you gotta i, I try to put myself in the mindset of Oh shit! Okay, I'm listening to this when they're listening to this, and when the landscape of comedy doesn't exist how it is today. It sounds like like you're listening to it with everything that we know about comedy, right. and I, I think you can only, you can only truly appreciate it if you're not comparing it right. to what came out last year. You know, because obviously, you know, comedy's evolved so much. You're not gonna you're not gonna think that that's the funniest shit ever. But if I don't know, I think I think going into it expecting it to be the funniest shit ever, like. You know, it's just the wrong way to right. to approach it in that manner. You know, well, uh, get this. Here's the thing. I know that they're comics. Like they're they're telling actual jokes. They have great timing. You know, it's like here's the thing with them is that they, it's not that the jokes are bad because they're well written. You know, they're written in the side of the ways. It's like they have the timing the same way that like a comic you watch do their stand up special has their timing. You know, like Richard Pryor has great timing. Eddie Murphy has great timing, yeah. but like it's the timing for what's funny at that time. And you know, to them, it was just like what was the thing to say, what not to say, that made it so much uh, the timing so much better. So, how much of old comedy have you watched? Because you're taking, oh, dude, I, watch, you, I watch all. All right, so you're taking you. You've seen Red a hella old shit. comedy. You just don't think that any of the here's the th like not even fucking Kennison, dude. Like, I, I, like I, I listen to like. All right, what about like what Seinfeld, Carlin, Seinfeld's fucking good. all Seinfeld, the You know, here's the thing. They're, they're joke writers they have they've they've gotten the the form down to a t so like you know in the sense of clean comedy with jerry seinfeld like he's got great jokes yeah, you know okay. what i mean so, like he so writes the tree them really that he well came from like like you know, like carlin and i never all really found boys. carlin you good never thought but carlin is a, carlin is a um he is what do you call it? a monologist so like all his all his like things are just like jokes that will be sprinkled along in it i respect that i really respect that because like that's something i can't do yeah there's a lot of people who can do that I, i'm just not one of those guys but he is just like one of the you know like Chappelle, like they're, they're there to like tell their ideas of like how things going that's just not my style of comedy however like in, in the sense of st like schematics and how like things are written they're yeah. great joke tellers they're yeah. great joke writers okay all right well that was a hot take man i i, I listen to old comedy man and, and i i crack up bro i listened to red fox earlier today like uh, i love don rickles yeah. you know like i love yeah. old comics it's just so like, there are comedians from oh, back in the day who you i'm not think saying you're that not there's saying. none of them okay but, that's know. what the hot take sounded like it was like you were <laughs> saying sorry. no i was saying like the people that prior like like murphy you name you naming that like like the, the those people are the people that to me like, have been told as the greats you those know are the people who shape the landscape yeah. of comedy and everyone who's anybody yeah literally got it from those people no i totally get it. yeah no i understand that 100 it's just that i i just realized that to me the funny is just what i find funny and yeah. com comedy is what you find funny and exactly. the reason i tell jokes is because i yeah. tell what i find is funny that's those are certain crowds do you, you give know that I mean? do you give that same grace for like if you tell a joke and it doesn't go well you're like okay well obviously comedy is what one person finds funny there's gonna be some people here that's why i go to different rooms this. that's why i go to different rooms and like that's why i prefer certain rooms because some certain rooms like if i go to tiernan ogden like a lot of my jokes will go up really well but it's because like you know the jokes i tell there are just like the darker ones that yeah. i don't really try anywhere else yeah you know okay. what i'm saying so it's like it really depends on the place how dark do you go on your bits i really try not to do <laughs> too crazy dark i have a dead girl bit that yeah. it, it, it was my favorite for a while yeah but, all right know. speaking of jokes um we I think we're like what well, we're somewhere around an hour. 
Um, let's do. I've been doing this new thing on the show where I I come in here with a premise or something, and when there's a comedian who I can talk to and 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 have an idea, I try to you know share it and and see if we can get some fucking material out of it if I think it's anything. So it's always something that I haven't tried on stage before. Um, so I have a today's joke or premise. This is what I was working on. Do you have anything you work? You you write a lot, so I'm assuming that you I have do. stuff that you were putting together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I've been uh, working on this uh, murder documentary <laughs> a bit that I got. Okay. And the thing with it is just uh, one of the things I had an idea was that I was watching this one called um, uh, World, like the worst roommate ever. Yeah. And there was this guy named. I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah. It was a guy named Yusuf Carver. And he was a guy that lied about being Palestinian, was really Lebanese. But like his whole thing was scamming people. Okay. Like basically getting people to trust him with their money and then like finding a way to how he lost it or some shit like that, you know? And the thing that I found funny was that when he got caught and he got, he got caught and arrested for attempted murder on one of the people he was trying to like uh, scam and uh, he got out. He ended up getting out because in Chile, that's like a four year offense. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was where the crime happened. Yeah. All right, all right. And uh, when he got out, he left, and people were, like, making blogs about him, and he's used, like, different names, but one of the fake names he used was Joseph Carter. His name is Yusuf Carver, and he went with Joseph Carter. (laughs) And, like, that is just the most perfect fake name ever, you know? So you're working on, like, a a murder murder documentary (laughs) jokes? Like, Like, I feel like Joseph Carter came up because he was, like, saying, like, someone was like, Name and he's like Joseph Carver, Carver, and then he's like Joseph Carter. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like kind of right. that Family Guy, babe. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's your name? He's like uh, Peter uh, Griffin. Yeah, like, Griffin flies. Don't yeah. yeah. his own name. <laughs> exactly, man. All right. Uh, so this isn't as fleshed out, man. Uh, I literally just had this thought the other day. Uh, I'm working. I was working on. It's like uh, it's about therapy. All right, because everyone like right now. Everybody talks about therapy. Like I've, I've gone to shows where a comic will bring up therapy, and the crowd will go woo, like good for, like they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll clap. They're like good for you, all this stuff, yada yada yada. So you know, I've been really trying to work on like making not funny things funny over the last like maybe like year or so of me right. doing comedy. Yeah. So um, I was like a like like I th- I hate therapy. I think therapy's fucking stupid. Like I'm <laughs> I'm try- I try to take the just the opposite angle of. It that you would think of, but all I got so far it's just um like <laughs> I made a business decision that like I'm never going to therapy. Like, you know, I'm I never want to go to therapy. Like because what if like all the worst parts of me are the funniest parts? You know, oh like, yeah, dude. Like what if I uh like like, like so like oh I was, I said uh what I was like what if I like, what if I figure all this shit out before I'm famous and then <laughs> yeah. I, I come up here. What the fuck am I gonna say to y'all, you know? Yeah. Um but like I don't have as much there as like like that, but I feel like like I said it on stage one time, and literally pe- when I said that, people just looked at me like like when I said uh, what are the the worst parts of me, the funniest parts. People looked at me like, yeah, that's probably true, but I don't want that. You want people to laugh? Yeah, dude. Like I have like like a lot of my bits that I really have written down are just they're they're really just like two sentences, yeah, like per thing. But that's like, why it's good. That's why yeah, it's like, like this one like, I have like, like, like psych right here is just like you know like I'm talking about memes and like how things happen that I feel people just tried to hop on the bandwagon for stuff like when the when the whole meme like say psych right now came about okay i don't know anybody oh, okay, who ever okay, said okay. psych before yeah. that like people would tell me just like say psych I'm right sure now you say that you you said that to me before multiple times i do yeah he said he said he said like that. before the meme no no, no I, do, I do it now but i dude a good psych <laughs> always hits no i've just never had i've never been in a position where it's just like you know someone told me like say psych right now you don't mean it you know? yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I'm, i don't believe that these bandwagons are for real like these meme meme yeah. things are real yeah 
Okay, so um, how do you feel about like when you're at an open mic and you do a new joke and it doesn't go well? Like that moment in your gut, what are you feeling? This are you sucks? Yeah, bad audience. <laughs> like me. what? You guys don't find so it your, funny. So your initial feeling is always <laughs> fuck y'all, dude. That's when it. I when I first started comedy, dude, I uh, I I used to host the CBD cafe for like a couple months, yeah. and like I would always try to do new jokes, and if a joke didn't work, I would be like, "What? It's not fucking funny!" Like I would get so mad at the crowd. I was that was such a shithead move. I would always just be like, "What? D- nothing? Nothing? Are you serious?" <laughs> I'm like yeah. I'm doing this but sometimes show for you? It's, sometimes it's like that though man sometimes it's, I, I've done a show before like even at the comedy zone bro like when you get on stage there's like some one person in a front row who face just does not fucking change any jokes and you just have to ask them yo am I fucking funny to you am I funny to you like I just like, think like what a bunch of losers something yeah. you know what a bunch of dweebs <laughs> not understanding this comic not understanding my soul that I'm pouring out this to is you pure art the gold that's <laughs> now running out of my mouth. Talk about sitting on a wet, sweaty toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> here's a here's another bit I'm working on. It's about Walmart. It's uh, <laughs> I love it, dude. It's uh, let me see. So have you, have I went you heard to it no good one. <laughs> I went to yeah. <laughs> I went so I went to Publix. Uh, usually I go to Walmart. I went to Publix and I go to self checkout every time. By the way, but I went to Publix self checkout and they had an attendant there, like assisting with the self checkout. Yeah, like she was trying to facilitate me checking myself out yeah so like that's not what self-checkout is for <laughs> you know it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah i'm like no bitch don't scan my items for me how you know i want to scan that yeah. how you know i don't want to just put that in the bag i was going through Get the fuck out of here i was so, going through oh, twitter not too long ago and i saw this meme that said uh um only like latina families will understand this and it was a wooden spoon and it was just like only Latina kids will understand like how scary this is. And I'm like, dude, I used to get beat by wood dude, spoon all, all the time. time. Yeah, and I, the I'm like, time. I'm Italian. I'm like, dude, why the fuck are they saying trying to like get it to just one group? You know what? Only Latina families would get that no one else would get speaking Spanish, dude. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the only thing they have for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be able to understand the meme. Dog. I will say I do enjoy being bilingual. Shameless <laughs> flex, right there. I'm gonna put that in there. Oh, what um, do you speak? Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, my first. I, my, I went, so I, went, dude, I grew up in Jacksonville. I grew up in Jacksonville. My elementary school is called Johnny Ford and I was in an all Spanish speaking <laughs> what was it a 1950s program. talkie yeah, I have yeah. no idea dude but I, I was in an all Spanish speaking program and like I learned like um, I learned fucking the language of English. I learned science. I learned math. I learned history all in the language of Spanish at this fucking school. Dude, Johnny Lee kills banditos. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the name of a of a gunslinger. <laughs> yeah, it was great, bro. It was great. Uh, but here's, 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 here's a Walmart bit. Here's a Walmart bit. That I want to hear. It. I want to hear. Uh, it. So, oh, it was Bobby, like, uh, I, didn't mean I to learned cut it off. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. This is the first time. Not even, this Bobby like doesn't all the time. time this. Shut up, Mikey. Um, <laughs> I learned this about me. Uh, I learned like I like shopping at Walmart more than Publix. You know. Like they're both fine places, you know. I think I just love shopping at places where the employees hate their job, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, so that, like, that's how I started the bit off. And it's like, uh, like I love places where nobody bothers you. And then I was gonna try to work in the bit about like going to Publix, and yeah, yeah, yeah. she was trying to self check me out. And I'm like, no, bitch, that's not what this is for, right? You know? So that's what I'm working. What do you, do you think? There's anything I'm there? Working. Yeah, I think there's something there, bro. You got, you just gotta throw. Uh, 
Yeah, dude. Nothing, nothing, not funny happens at Walmart. Yeah, so you, got, you got endless shit to dude, talk I about. A, I have a Walmart chunk that I'm working on of like jokes, man. Like, like I so so that Walmart over there is gonna be like like either maybe the one in the next door, but it's gonna be where I write like how I plan my my half hour, like my kind of like some fucking things. like serial killer shit. You're yeah, gonna write yeah, on the yeah. walls, dude. No, dude, fucking, I have fucking posters, <laughs> like Jim Carrey in the movie Twenty Three. <laughs> um, but that's literally gonna be you or seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had this um, one. I had this other oh, one. Oh, yeah, one more? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. One. This was an old premise that I've tried like once or twice, but I really just like trying to figure out how I make it even funnier. Like, yeah. I, I used to sell drugs. That's like a given, you know, in my comedy. I've said it a bunch of times. Okay. And uh, one of the things I was thinking was just like, hang on, how did it go? <laughs> the oh it's just like you know i mean i don't have any street credit you know it's just like even though i used to sell drugs like i have no street cred yeah you know like i, I didn't own a gun i didn't you know i didn't really have anything okay. so a drug dealer then yeah yeah and like and like the thing is just that i got nothing you know like if you are texting on the road and driving i will text crime stoppers about you like <laughs> i never admit to my own mistakes man <laughs> All right, so so you worked you worked that out on stage before? I I, I couldn't. That's the thing. Uh, it's just, it's just been a straight premise with just like that funny bit that I just had right there. Yeah, but like I know there's like a if, funny if you don't, like so, bow. Excuse me. Are you willing? Like, are you the kind of comic like like would you take a joke to the stage even if you only have the premise? Oh, like time. sometimes I've I've done a joke where I'm like. I only have this like I'll say it and I'm like all right guys I only had that one sentence but I, I, you know Dude, I do I'll it be back all the time and I don't learn from it I do it all but you the don't time. learn from it no I don't learn dude I do it all the time I'm just like man I'll have this figured out by the time I get up there and then and no. then I either a forget the joke entirely yeah. or b I just don't even have no a no good no punch. so so I'm saying the opposite like you you have like that premise you have that one sentence you go on stage you say that one sentence no that's that. what i'm saying oh, yeah. oh, oh i thought you were saying like like before you get on stage you try to work it out no no, no, no okay no, no, okay, no, okay. No. now i'm with you now you i'm with you think you can <laughs> yeah no, i'm saying i think i can but then I, stage, he's like man these lights are hot <laughs> yeah, yeah dude i get proven to be a bitch as soon as i get up on stage man yeah. dude um I see. Uh, I pretty much asked all my nerdy comedy questions. I know I nerded out a lot about comedy in this episode, oh, but it's not often that I get to talk to someone who you know. I have a high level of respect for you, dude. Oh, oh appreciate I, that, ever man. since I met you, I did not realize coming through that. this town. I did not realize that. Ever since I met you, bro, like no, I, I have a high <laughs> level of respect for you. I love watching you work. I love watching uh, your comedy. Literally, bro, like. I wouldn't have spoken. I wouldn't have like spoken to you and be like, "Hey, man, I like that." Your joke was so. It can be borderline. Like people can be offended. The joke that I, the Dude, punch up I gave you, yeah, yeah. it's a joke about the, but the people who are offended. Right, I, look I, like I, me. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a joke about the word that Joe Rogan was saying. All right, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Nutella. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say it. He doesn't say it. But the joke is very funny. I don't want to give it away. But like I'm saying, like I would have never you can give it away. That would that would be awesome. That'd be funny. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, it's not funny if I say it. That's what I'm saying. You know, like it's only funny because you are are you yeah, man. and it was your joke so yeah, like yeah. i have a high level of respect for you because like if i didn't fuck with you i would have never told you that because that was yeah, a good you're, punch you're, you're my neighbor when dude. i said that when i said that to you I, and, it, and i saw you do it and it worked i was like i'm never helping anybody else ever again <laughs> <laughs> i was like i gotta punch my own jokes uh, up dude. i'm funny as shit yeah, listen to your shit dude listen to your, all <laughs> dude. those voices in your head saying it's not funny listen yeah, to those exactly. and then write the ones that are funny <laughs> <laughs> exactly bro it's pretty um, simple but yeah <laughs> I appreciate you coming to do my podcast, Bro, man. Thank you shit. for being Thank here. Um, is, is, is the floor is yours? Do you, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say? Um, I, I know we got to do. We're gonna do your pod after we record this. Yeah, man. Thanks for 
letting the news break, but yes, we are going. Uh, yeah, so I do have the podcast, Can I Borrow You for Five Minutes? All audio. You'll find that on Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, anywhere that you have podcasts. I've, I've copied the RSS code everywhere. Yes, sir. And on top of that, I'll be you getting the YouTube now. going soon. There will be videos next. There's listen, no more audio. You, listen, no more audio. You're going to see a, a, a massive growth when you get the video out there, dude. Good. No more audio, dude. The people who have listened to the audio, Wait, like, not have, doing audio anymore? I had no, no, no more, dude. No more audio. I mean, I'm a, no. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm like having the audio uploaded. I'm yeah, saying, that's what I was gonna I'm say. I was doing, a, I meant I'm not doing straight. Got like, it, audio got it. I was no gonna more. say. All right, now I'm with you. Not so you're gonna and have dude, audio. I, had, I have a good audience that like I, I realize there's like my thing averages like twenty to thirty people to play. I mean, uh, plays per yeah. episode. Like uh, yours are was you like thirty five. Are you yeah. on Anchor? Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, look at him though. My stats. It's actually fifty six right now on Anchor. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like like I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on something. Remember, you don't know this. You now that you're a podcaster, Anchor is a, a free podcast host. Yes, you sure you want to give up a lot your, your key to success? Online? It's not my key to success, and I feel like information should be free. You know, it's out there. It's it's up to what you do with the it. The government's any, always right. Yeah, any yeah. creators out there listening to this, a lot of people reach out to me saying like I inspire them and shit, which is weird because they're older than me. But information is free. Listen to this and do what you will with it. Anchor was bought out by Spotify. So yeah, yeah. So so the stats that you're gonna see is only showing you Spotify numbers. I'm gonna put you on something. Your audience is much larger. Your audience is gonna be much larger than the 20 people that you're seeing right now. And even so, they only calculate like they don't calculate it week to week from when you upload it and let it comes out. You'll get the stats of how many people actually go to it later and then you also got to realize this is an ever-growing library you know it's yeah. not just a week to week that's what i had to teach myself about podcasting i would feel real bad if a number is down a certain week or you know it's not as much as like the average or better but then i had to learn yo man this is the numbers this game. shit is there no it's, it's, it's there forever yeah like like people are going to catch up on the podcast that is going to be there and plus they're all five minute episodes so like if i have i, I can easily get like up to a couple hundred like real quick you know yeah. what i mean so like, i think i think you should if you do five yeah. minutes massive growth very very easily listenable. really easy uh, i appreciate you having me on it even though our episode got erased that was a lot of fun no 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 uh, no, no, no our episode didn't get released oh, shit, still you still on spotify. oh thank god no, okay, I'm, saying, cool, cool, cool. I'm saying shit that was recorded on my sd oh, card i had oh, 10 oh. episodes worth of shit it all got deleted no i'm with you so now we're gonna I'm be on, we're, you're gonna be on the uh the video version here in a second hey. yeah. yeah dude um cross blocker ladies and gentlemen this oh, man really has quick been. goodies floor at goodies fl.com oh, yeah. get your Go plug ahead. in get your plug in get all your uh goodies there great company got that going where and, uh, yeah where can people follow you on social media cross blocker on instagram is the best you can also find me cross blocker on facebook don't even try checking my twitter that is a bunch of hibbity dibbity bullshit Wait, so cross blocker real name no gimmicks Real game. Yeah, real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> you meant to say real game. <laughs> I was about real to. Game. I was. All right, real so game. Here. Cross blocker, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, man, I'm telling y'all, uh, very funny dude. Uh, come out. Watch us. We, we've been doing, we do open mics here in Jacksonville. He also hits the road and goes to do his thing. You guys can see us uh, Tuesdays. Vusoir has a mic every week. Vusoir, 8 p.m. Yeah. Wednesdays Support at the, the Walrus. Sometimes cafe. Thursdays, CBD Cafe. That show usually starts around 9 o'clock. Those are the weekly open mics that are free to show up to where we congregate. You know, we build, yep. we're building this fucking, our point of view on things. And then, yep. you know, Cross hits the road. He goes to Orlando, does his thing. I'm Indeed. doing my thing. I got some things lined up that i can't share just yet because you know gotta work out some deals first but i'm very excited about the future i'm very excited i finally got to talk to you on this podcast mm -hmm. thank you for for being a nerd about comedy with me dude fucking oh, hopefully dude, this episode was hours. interesting yeah. to, to people who aren't casual comedy fans you know because <laughs> yeah. like 
I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm so far into this shit right now, dude. Like, I'm very excited about where things. I've been learning. I love so a good much. history of comedy, like kind of podcast. I like listening yeah. to those kind of deals. Also, check out Tivit TV. My granddad. Oh. Uh, my granddad actually called me today. He wants me to to make a segment more so about like like you know where I talk about uh, a comedian from the past or like maybe the doors that they open. My grandparents listen to the show every week. <laughs> there's nothing. So, there's nothing better than getting advice from people who aren't in show business. Yeah, you know? but I mean, like, no, it's actually. <laughs> He wants. To, he's about to uh, do a club. You know, that's uh, what's up, dude. And, like that's kind of yeah. like like I, I don't want to spoil it too early, but uh, you know, like like it's this is like years. It's a, it's a plan. You know, it's an idea. You know, I mean, like he, he's a businessman. He's my my grandfather's. He he knows what's going on. Right. And uh, if I do my job properly, you know, what I'm saying things can happen. Hell yeah, um, dude. But but yeah. So like just like like getting getting a call from him and like having an idea. I'm like, oh shit, no, that might actually work because like I have listeners who are like like forty and up. Like you know like. A good they like, have that demographic, dude. Dude, yeah. like, 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 most of my audience is is from like twenty one to and you're always advertising. Uh, but advertising what? Your podcast. You're always uh, advertising, so you're always getting new listeners somewhere or another. Yeah, but I mean, you never really directly see who's listening to that shit. So, ah, fuck it, but uh, but yeah, like, so when he called me and gave me an idea, man, I'm gonna, I, I'm like, oh shit, that would be really dope to get the older people to fuck with. Like older people searching for my podcast makes me feel like I'm like, oh shit, these old people had no idea what a fucking podcast was. Wasn't even invented when they were when they were doing their shit, but they <laughs> learned what a podcast was yeah. to go search my shit up. They used to have to listen and shut their eyes and pretend what they were listening to. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. Um but that's all I had, man. Uh thank you for coming to do my show, Cross Blocker. Ladies Thanks and gentlemen, for go follow Cross me. Blocker. You can follow me on Instagram at maybe Bobby. You can follow my guy Mike follow me over first. here. Um yeah, follow him first and then unfollow him and follow me right after. <laughs> um Obviously, you know, I played some jams earlier, but we got to, uh, oh, wait, Mikey is sending me some tweets. Uh, it, well, it, it, it's a, it's a tweet that you tweeted yesterday. So, all right, well, we're, so. we're at, we're at, well, we're at hour it's, and it, 15, it's a, it's a 20. Real quick, it's real quick. All right. All right. Uh, come on. What you got? What you got? First, tweeted, Damn. Am I overdoing this for you guys? No, 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 no you're, you're good. good. I'm, I'm overdoing good. it right now. I hate now. being a burden. Yeah. No, look, the yeah. opposite. Where my, what's up, Mikey? Talk to me. What about my tweets? What about my, if you, Bobby, you don't follow me on Twitter, you're missing out, by the way. You should. Cause he said some dumb shit every now and I make great shit by the so, way so 3-6-2022 Bobby said literally everybody is at a music concert tonight lol I guess we outside outside lol well Bobby I understand you think that everyone is at a music concert but it is uh, like one of the biggest music festivals in Florida that happens is this weekend and so everyone you're seeing they're all at the same festival okay the same thing. like you know what that, I'm saying like, I know it's like, okay, an okay. thing like, so, like that's what I'm like I I wouldn't like, have man, tweeted every, that. Everyone, I think you I wouldn't have tweeted that if I'm looking at the same festival. I know Oki, the Okeechobee shit oh, is in fucking Florida. Everyone I knew was at Oki. And that's same. what I think he saw. And he's like, you don't know anyone at a concert tonight. What's going on? I love when people see you post something and I think they know everybody you know. I saw bands at, at bars too. I saw a lot <laughs> yeah. of stories about that. I, well. I, I love yeah, when people post something and people think they know everybody you know. We have we have very <laughs> few of the same followers, I feel like. Right. People, there are hip hop concerts that I was talking about. Not. I thought Okeechobee was more EDM and all that other shit. Well, it's like, like a little bit of everything. Oh, okay. shit. King well, Batch I was talking more so about, uh, that's not King Batch. That's, oh, wait. Oh, actually, this is King. Oh, yeah. That's October, though. 
We'll see. That might change. Oh, shit. That's way in. You're not going to remember that shit. By the time you walk out of here, you ain't going to remember those dates. <laughs> just, it's cool seeing something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, man. Listen, everybody was at a music concert, and that's like like they're planning. Fe- like Dreamville announced they're making a new festival. Jake Cole's fucking thing. I'm going to um, Rolling Loud, Miami, dude. Uh, Kanye. Oh, Kanye's wow. Rolling Loud is back to Miami. Like I'm talking like everybody is back outside I doing festivals. I got to go there. I thought I that was a very go. profound thing to tweet because it was not like maybe less than four or three months ago that people were fucking getting arrested and, and getting... What was Astro World? What was Astro World? That was everyone a festival. Was, everyone that was, was a like, festival. Yeah. That was a... Huh? That's a festival. Okay, yeah. So it was like not too long ago, everyone was like, oh man, we got to change all regulations, crowd sizes, yada, that's yada, yada. So like COVID, COVID, was, COVID. So that's why I thought it was a profound thing to tweet because I'm th- everybody said, fuck all the laws. Everyone prof- said, fuck that. I got to say, this is the... thing to tweet. I'm, I'm fucking tweet. perplexed at how you guys are analyzing this two-sentence tweet. Yeah. There's, there's listen, so much devil Mikey, in the deep Mikey, deep. Mikey just likes to rip into every little thing I do, oh, like he's my I fucking mom. But I'm kidding. Um, anyway, thank I you for listening to this heart. podcast. That like a joke at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my mom. My mom actually doesn't do that. She's a very nice person. She never Cut does the that. Shit. So yeah. she, it made more sense for white listeners for me to say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. Tomorrow, I don't know where I'll be, but I'll be there. This is the Writers Block podcast with Bobby Brown Jr. Uh, my guy Cross Blocker, my guy Mikey over here. Until next time. Thanks, listeners. This is the end of Pippin' All Over the World. Cat Williams did a sketch for the end of that song that we were playing earlier, and it's fucking hilarious. Alright, y'all. I'm gonna let this whole sketch play. Let's skip it to the end. Let's skip it to the end. Oh. Pimpin', pimpin', pimpin'. Ladies and gentlemen, as we ride out, can we have all the real pimps? Please. Put- this is an iconic skit. I can't believe y'all haven't heard this. Yeah. Now, ladies, uh-huh. look around with me. Let's see if we can weed some of these niggas out, because it ain't no way that all oh, these dude, niggas love to could pod. be pimpin'. Now, if you happen to see a nigga with two sweat patches up under his arms, look like he been swimming in shoulder height water, please tell that nigga, put your hands down. If you smell like you've been at work all day, and Dracar, please put your hands down. Now look up at the pinky fingers that are still in that air. If you see them ashy around the knuckles, like the nigga wash half his hands and lotion three quarters of his body, please say, put your hands down. If your spinning rims spin counterclockwise, you are not <laughs> If you are dancing on the dance floor and you look to your left, we gone, man. And there's not a yeah, woman in sight. Guess what? You guessed oh, it. Oh, yes. You are not pimping. If your vodka and cranberry is really, really dark like blood, that's because you didn't order vodka, buddy. If that's why it's $3 a glass. But put your hands down. Now look down. Look down. Now I need, I need everybody just to pull up your pants leg one time. Okay, you see the nigga with the white socks? Not pimping. Sorry. <laughs>